You're listening to The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. Welcome back to the show. And again, thank you for staying with us. If you just joined the show, uh, we had a young lady uh, on, as I guess, in the first segment. Uh, her name was Natasha White uh, from Hope High School. A very pleasant young lady. Straight A's. Uh, has her mind in the right track, knows what she want to do. She plans to go to college at UCA and become a nurse. She's interested in pediatric nursing. Uh, and so if you miss that, boy, you missed the whim. She was really good. But in the meantime, we, we're going to kind of get into a, a topic now that you hear every day. And I said the other day at a luncheon that one of the things that we do uh, – in this show, is that we deal with topics that are everyday topics that people hear and don't pay a lot of attention to. Uh, they don't get into the the facts and the fictions and separate the two. So, if you note today, and if you're keeping up with any news on any almost any day, there is a discussion about the vaccine. And 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 Lamar, I was looking at uh, um, CNN this morning, and mm-hmm. they showed the trucks. Yes. All, you know, and by tomorrow, they're supposed to have trucks going to every state with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. It just depends upon when the vaccine gets where and who's going to get it first. But to me, a, a sad scenario, and which is tripping me out, is that there are so many African Americans who who says, yeah, we, we don't trust, we're not going to take the vaccine. And I guess the right. thing that bothers me about that, Lamoya, is that we're the ones with the most cases. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, what, what do you think about that? I think that just in general, with it being a vaccine and the amount of time it took to develop it is a concern in itself. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, this is a, a monumental time for us to make sure that we do stay uh, abreast on developments and news itself that concern us. Um, what we do know is, is that we do have a key scientist who is an African-American. Mika Corbett, as well as others that are on the front lines of developing the vaccine, I think that the comfort in in taking the vaccine will continue to have its concerns because, you know, it it is a very startling thing in what we've seen, what we've heard, um, and then also coming from a place of seeing a lot of ruckus going on from our national leadership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I, I was listening a little bit and observing the news and I heard him mention somebody I thought they said her name was Kizzy but they were saying that um, African Americans one of them as I did some study one of the reasons that African Americans were reluctant to because they did not know the people who were being involved right and, and we have several experiences here that I'll mention in a few minutes where African Americans have been used mm-hmm. and misused in that studies okay but you said her name is what? Kismika Corbett. Kis- Kismika Corbett. And, yeah. uh, you know, historically speaking, especially for those uh, more seasoned African-Americans and even those of us that have researched and read and learned in class about things such as the Tuskegee experiment mm-hmm. and, and those type things, those are reminders to us. Uh, it's, you know, as you were mentioning that the, the cases are the highest among African-Americans. Yeah. So, you know, we want answers. And so facts have to become first yeah. and they have to continue that way. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, you know, I, I knew, uh, Lamar, that you were 
sharp as a <laughs> Gillette Blue Blade, and you're going to get the right pronunciations and enunciations. But that must be something else, the reason you got this one. Uh, she, <laughs> Absolutely. She ever done that she belongs to some sorority or something. I don't know which one. Well, you yeah. know, we strive and we do. Uh, you know, the first and the finest. Okay. Kismika <laughs> Corbett. <laughs> She yeah. wouldn't be a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, okay. would she? Uh, well, I, I I bet she is the way you were putting the emphasis on her name. Oh, yeah. Because I don't believe nine. you put that kind of emphasis on the uh, the crimson and cream, uh, the raw blue and 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 white. Uh, I don't believe you put that kind of emphasis on there. And, oh, and yeah. So she must. I, 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 I'm not going to call her name. She's a close friend of mine. But I had an opportunity. To, you know her well to talk with one of the AKAs. Mm-hmm. And when I called her, she, her answer was, uh, uh, blah, 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 from the office of the vice president. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you get to be in the office of the vice president. <laughs> well, you know, as we were talking to yeah. the young lady uh, earlier with all the academic achievements and community uh, engagement, Divine Nine, you know, itself is is also presenting to even this century more and more that you know academic achievement concern for the environment and community itself all comes together for the greater good for us so um you know we need to continue to keep that uh priority for us okay mm-hmm. well you, you mentioned uh some of the things about reasons why we uh, why we have a distrust and mm-hmm. I, I have three listed here and the first one is that uh, blacks have a deep distrust of medical research due to the past experiences that affect that people for example and i didn't know this a j marion sims had an experiment he took and he is considered to be the father of gynecology mm-hmm. whatever that is <laughs> <laughs> He performed experiments on black slave women. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Without any anesthesia whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because the idea was is that blacks have a greater tolerance for pain. Mm-hmm. Now, I can just imagine these two. But the problem is, there were two problems. First, I don't think blacks have that kind of toleration, toleration for pain to the point that you can give them surgery without uh, having some kind of anesthesia. And the next thing is that he did it and they didn't know it. And mm-hmm. so as a result, he came up being the father because the result of these experiences was that he performed the first gallbladder uh, surgery and he also performed the first successful case for artificial inseminations. That's great, mm-hmm. but not uh, by using 10 slave women to do this who didn't know that they were being used for an experiment now that that's tragic but if you if i must say mr nelson we also see as a fact the same correlation here today in obstetrics and gynecology african-american women are dying at a higher rate when giving birth to children sure 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 so as we advance we still have concerns yes and then the tuskegee experiment yeah Mm -hmm. you you mentioned that. that 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 was tragic uh, that happened somewhere, I believe, in the 1920s, and that was a case where uh, they took African-American men, I believe, mm-hmm. and infected them with syphilis. Correct. They gave them syphilis in order to treat them uh, to find a treatment for it. Well, first thing, they didn't uh, actually volunteer for that. They were used. 
And the second thing is, is that many of those men died by virtue of the fact they were infected with syphilis. They died. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this is tragic. And, 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 and African-Americans, they're familiar with these particular cases. And as a result, uh, that's why in many instances they tend to shy away and don't trust the system when it comes to medicine. Now, to date, research and in, in correspondence, uh, news correspondence are stating, uh, from what I've seen in, and I can stand corrected, children are advised, is it 18 and under to not be given the vaccine. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's a concern as a mother for me and, you know, as an educator. Um, research goes back to show there are uh, instances where vaccines such as MMR yeah. uh, is proving to be a concern, especially for African-American males. Yes. Because uh, we see uh, incidents of disease-related uh, occurrences with sure. it, such as autism, ADHD, uh, and the list goes on. Sure. You know, and, and we have a lot of myths mm-hmm. out about vaccines. You know, there are any number of people who will tell you uh, that they don't take the flu vaccine mm-hmm. because it gives them the flu. Right. You know, they never felt worse in their life until they took the vaccine. Well, there is no research. Uh, you know, I'm not in position to say how it affects any individual. Right. But there is no research where the flu vaccine gives you the flu. Now, I'm not saying if somebody walks in here and said it gave me the flu, I would not debate that, you know, because I wouldn't know that. But I'm saying overall, uh, there's no research. Uh, you mentioned um, a few minutes ago that there are some parents who uh, who are reluctant to let their kids take all of the immunizations because, in fact, it tends to affect them mentally and that kind of thing. I would not debate that with anybody, but there is no research to, to show that. So I'm just concerned, Lamar, about African-Americans being the race with the most cases, uh, and yet at the same time, you know, we got some isms about whether we need to get something to cure. Now, that, that kind of sort of concerns me. Right. And then, you know, navigating when we will take the vaccine, when are we available to and how that fa- uh, factors into insurance, um, you know, the the turnaround rate for when one will be able to or, or is, is expected to be able to come out into the public, okay. you know, after the vaccine or after you've had the vaccine, wearing a mask and, and the time span for that. And, and, and so, again, there are a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me uh, make our listeners aware that our line is open this morning because we have freed up the line. So if there are some of them who have been listening to things we, we've said, and hopefully we've said things that they agree with or may not agree with, uh, but our line is open. Uh, uh, I believe our number is 903-794-1047. You can call us and chime in and give us your views Uh Right now, we're going to break. And uh, don't change that dial because we're not going. We'll be right back. And, again, once we come back, we're going to continue this discussion. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to call in and give us your views, feel free to do so. Take the back. Sunday Show will continue with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. This year has many people pondering the question, am I prepared for life's unpredictable moments? 2020 definitely offers new proof that things can change in the blink of an eye. Before these random, accidental, or unpredictable moments happen, we are here to help you prepare. 
You've always been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. Hello, it's Mayor Bob Brueggemann here, and I'm reminding you to look local first when it comes to shopping Texarkana. Every dollar you spend locally helps families working in local businesses. Our local businesses appreciate your business and can remain competitive with your support. Whatever you are looking to buy, it is as easy as going to looklocalfirst.com. Keep Texarkana hopping. You're listening to The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. All right, welcome back to the show, and thanks for staying with us uh, during this particular time. We always appreciate uh, you being our listeners, and we always like to give a shout-out for Derek McGarry. Derek at one time was co-hosting the show, and not only that, Derek finances the show. It's his dollar and his quarter <laughs> on which this show tends to survive so thanks to you Derek you're a great guy for funding and being the financial sponsor of our show uh, any number of people have asked well why is it that African Americans are more susceptible to uh, the disease than anybody else you know and so in the meantime I just kind of jotted down uh, several of, and the re- main reason is because of the fact we have more underlying conditions correct yeah Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and what is underlying conditions? You know, things like asthma and diabetes and high blood pressure and obesity. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the kinds of things that uh, actually, when hooked up with the coronavirus, is almost a certain disaster. So in the meantime, uh, Lemoy, why do you think we well, uh, the blacks are more... Um, tuned in and more tuned in and victims of these underlying conditions. Well, it's just as you said, Mr. Nelson, with the underlying conditions. um, And so it's just a ricocheting effect uh, when something such as this virus does uh, take place. Mm -hmm. I think that as the information was trickling out, uh, some of the communication outlets with the facts um, were kind of skewed. There was, you know, hit and miss as as it was for everyone. The, The detrimental effects on our race um, you know, the the comeback for that um, is, is why we see the, the rates so high, um, you know, and what do we do once we uh, have the uh, maintenance of the underlying conditions paralleled with the coronavirus, the turnaround rate of health care, um, the quality of the health care, yeah. um, you know, navigating those waters in itself and then the, the impact of living conditions, how many live in a household um, having to go to work, even with the virus raging mm-hmm. and those work conditions and standards. Yeah. Uh, all of those things, what we eat, how we're able to eat those things, mm-hmm. the quality of the that correlates with uh, the amount of what we're paid, um, you know, and, and again, what, what we're paid correlates with living conditions. Sure. So all of these things coupled together, you know, are contributing factors. Sure. And, you know, and unfortunately for us, there, there are certain occupations uh, that were spread factories mm-hmm. in an area, for instance, in the meat packing areas, whatever the case may be. It just so happens that African Americans have these kinds of jobs. Right. They have the jobs where uh, it's uh, most prevalent for it to be spread. And so, in the meantime, you know, um, however, 
you know, we we got some decisions to make. You know, it's obvious. The research shows. I think I had something here that we we are three times more likely to be affected than any other race. Yet only forty two percent of the American Americans says they're willing to take the vaccine. I have a little cousin who was a nurse, and she said, oh, Donald, I, I, I would not take that. And I said, that's fine, because you're in your 50s. So if you get it nine times out of ten, you may recover. But I'm 150, <laughs> okay, with all of these underlying conditions. So it's a known fact, if I get it, that's strike three. So, uh, you know, I, I don't have a choice. Whatever they come out with, you know, uh, as far as I'm concerned, i got to trust somebody. You know, I, 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 I'm not going to trust a man who took the 10 slaves, women, and what the case may be. I don't want to trust him, but I got to trust somebody. So I said to her, you got time. And I think what's happening, most of our people are going to take a wait and see attitude. They want to mm-hmm. see. Now, I understand mm-hmm. Barack Obama is going to take it on TV and right. Dr. Fauci and that kind of thing. I think that's the attitude that most of our people are willing to. But at the same time, with people uh, in my age, back, I don't think we have a choice. Well, and even speaking of the mental and physical uh, challenges, mm-hmm. even uh, those that have not had the virus directly, um, we cannot go without saying that you know someone that has had the virus. Sure. And unfortunately, there are those that have even had family members to pass away regarding sure. the virus. And so the mental uh, assistance in, in maintaining how to, um, you know, go about life and cope with this, yeah. I think even here in the studio, we all are, are affected by it. Sure. Um, and, and even the support systems for that. And, and do we know what those support systems are? Sure. Yeah. Well, again, it's, it's a choice for, for everybody to decide I, I will or, or won't. Um, another big uh, issue, Lamar, and they probably need your help, <laughs> is who gets it first. What do you think? So the New York Times uh, published an article just this week that presents a mapping uh, with a drop-down menu with um, uh, key fields that for you to play with the idea of what state and your age and it allows you to get a snapshot of where you stand uh, in line for the vaccine now I, I can be let it publicly be known that I am on the line for the state of Texas um, so you know people are wondering you know when will I be able to take the vaccine what does that mean for me in the meantime um, so again Questions, 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 but definitely the facts have to remain first, and those facts have to be presented for the people to know. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you mentioned the state of Texas, because, <laughs> because the Supreme Court decided that y'all were out of your box. <laughs> y'all, key word is y'all, because he's, Ar- he's an Arkansas resident, for those that don't know. Yeah, the state of Texas, out of, now they're a big state, they got a lot of money, but they don't have the authority to tell the states of Wisconsin and Michigan, uh, uh, who else was it? Uh, was it Pennsylvania? Yeah, Pennsylvania yes, and Georgia. What uh, you know, the Constitution says that <laughs> every state has a right to determine how the election goes, and that which could be something we need to look at because it's obvious we need to have a national. Uh, I'm in favor of having a, a national plan. And so that if we're going to give extra days in this state, we need to give extra days in other states, so we're going to use whatever the case may be. But the state of Texas comes out and says, hey, Supreme Court, we want you to rule on Pennsylvania. <laughs> and, you know, the, now, now, you know, and then somebody says when they lost, somebody in the state of Texas said, well, we've lost, and we remember losing in 1860, 
And when we lost in 1860, we decided to secede from the Union. <laughs> yeah, roo, roo, roo to the state of Texas. Uh, I got two Texans here in here with me this morning. And, uh, again, I need to get to depend on them to get things straight because somebody is beside themselves. Yeah. We yeah. will plead the fifth until then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar, we had a great time this morning. Yes, sir. You're on the way. I'm satisfied with passing off the baton to you. I'm not passing off the torch because usually when you pass the torch, that means you go somewhere and get lost. And I'm not going anywhere and get lost. I'm going to be out there. So in case somebody is not here or whatever the case may be, then you all want to call me and say, can you come down? Uh, and spread some nonsense, then I'll say yes. And I've been spreading nonsense all the time. But in the meantime, I'm happy to be passing off the baton. And when you pass the baton off in a relay race, that means you're giving it to somebody who's going on to the finish line. And so, again, uh, I appreciate you coming in this morning. Uh, Philip may not be back. I understand they are going to Snowlands. And so uh, We'll uh, probably ask you to come back next Sunday and sit in with us. We're going to be interviewing a young lady who is not an AKA. She is absolutely okay. Delta Sigma Theta. (laughs) Hey, it's all love. At one time, they were all together, were they not? Yes. I didn't know that. Look, he's touching on touch of ground there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I didn't know that. but, But I have to sit down. Being a student of history, I have read the history of all. Yes, sir. Found out that the Alphas had a chapter at Howard that was underground. Mm. Okay. They were founded in, what, 06 at Cornell? But they had a chapter at Howard that was underground. And two of the young men who were there at that time, who saw that, was impressed with what they had, even though they were not recognized by the uh, institution. Mm. They transferred to the University of Anna in Bloomington mm-hmm. and founded the Kappa, Kappa Alpha Psi, in, 19, in January of 1911 because they saw this chapter. And I didn't know that, see, because the Omegas, we take uh, proudly credit for being the first African-American <laughs> chapter founded at HBCU. And, you know, and here I am, I'm reading this and finding out that the Alphas had some form of that. And, of course, that didn't take away our shine but at the same time so i'm now starting to read the history of the sororities mm. yes and in reading the history of the sororities you know what i found okay ah, <laughs> you're gonna have the phones ringing now <laughs> <laughs> well uh i'll say this and it's time for us to get away um i've been accused me and another of my frat brother are being partial to the AKs, and that's not true. I'm partial to all ladies. Right, yeah, right, making, right. Okay. <laughs> but, the, but the fact that you have been selected kind of solidifies that accusation that somebody made, that, and I'm, I'm not partial to, to, mm. to anybody, okay? Yes, sir. All right. It looks like it's that time. Uh, that's all for this show. We hope uh, our listeners enjoyed the show. And... Uh, don't go away because we'll be back next week with another exciting show. That's all for this edition of the KTOY Sunday Show on this 13th day of December in 2020. And don't forget to wash your hands, keep a social distance, wear your mask in public, 
and don't drink sanitizer like it has been suggested. <laughs> now, on behalf of Philip O'Donnell and the great and wonderful people here, along with Lamoya here at Texcana Radio, thanks for being our listeners and being kind enough to tune into our show. Remember, you're listening to KTOY Radio 104.7 FM, the station that cares about the quality of your life. And you can tune in again this afternoon. The show is actually comes up again on 105.9 to the podcast. My closing quote is, insanity is relative. It depends on who has been locked in what case. That quote was borrowed from Ray Bradbury in the Time Magazine. Thank you and have a great Sunday. The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell returns next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. And if you have questions about today's show, contact Billy Bland, Billy, at TexarkanaRadio.com. The views and opinions expressed during the Sunday Show are not necessarily the views and opinions of Texarkana Radio Center. More of your favorite jams coming up. Coming up now, your greater Texarkana weather on Jam at 104.7 KTOY.